safe as houses podcast number 42 in the last episode we discovered that sally yan's sister carrie ann who we last saw taking pills to end her life has somehow become a vampire and is roaming the night meanwhile sally and her beloved lavinia are reviewing everything they know about vampires that they can't enter a home unless invited but they're so eager to be in a home again that they'll give up blood for it that they look like classic movie vampires until they enter a home whereupon they start to look like the people they were that they're driven to ecstasy not killed by sunlight and that with the sunlight on her naked skin lavinia flew let's pick up their dialogue in safe as houses volume three chapter eleven what to do next carrie ann sally almost cried from the weary guilt she felt around her sister she felt a solid hand on her shoulder let lavinia pull her close babe you're really upset about that huh lavinia thought that Sally was still thinking of the nasty note left by that family with the little girl. Sally shook her head furiously, but not in denial. Pushing away the mass of guilt about her sister, she pretended she had still been thinking about the note. I, I know I've got to let go of it. We'll face a lot worse in the time ahead. She thought about the huge task of fixing the world. They would face twenty conflicting opinions with every step they took. One reason she'd always been a loner was that she hated the morass of conflicting beliefs, some misguided and some downright evil. Well, at least thinking about tackling the whole world made one bit of injustice easier to bear. She'd think about Carrie Ann and those dozens of calls and texts from her later. It was too much now. She sat up and took another bite of chili, nibbled a saltine. We've got to think about our first steps, she said. We've got important new information which somehow nobody else has discovered in five years. It sounded impossible when she said it out loud. You know, it must have happened before. It must have. Five years, billions of people affected. There must be other vampires who have become whatever you've become. Lavinia looked uncomfortable. Whatever the fuck that is. Sally reached out a hand and stroked one of her bare feet, dislodging a few granules of sand. Lavinia seemed to need the contact in that moment. Sally said, If being loved is what does it, some of the billions who've been killed must have been loved. If it's just sunlight that does it, well, I shoot, I know it's happened to at least one other vampire. That one I killed, she shuddered involuntarily. I saw him come to life and become human in the sunlight, and then I saw him actually die from his wound. There wasn't anything special about him, so it must be that if you can get any vampire into the sun but that makes this even harder to understand i just thought of this 
when i walked away from that stupid rally in the morning i think i talked to some news cameras but i didn't even think about the piles of vampire corpses some of them must have shown some signs of humanity in the morning sun and it's impossible that nobody noticed some city sanitation worker if nobody else i don't think so lavinia said again that look like a drug addict remembering things done under the influence if you stopped looking at the vampires and i don't blame you well you wouldn't have seen what we did but as soon as there was no chance of getting in the plaza we tore into those piles of bodies like rats i got a little piece of one shit i don't want to talk about it but believe you me they were all gone long before sunrise sally's lip curled involuntarily lavinia looked like she was kicking herself so sally stroked her foot again you're getting sand on our bed you slob she chided playfully and lavinia looked happier okay sally came back to her point so sunlight probably does this wonderful thing to any vampire and nobody knows it because any downed vampire is eaten before they ever see the sun and any quote live vampire hides from the sun automatically i still can't quite believe that not one goddamn vampire in five years has been even accidentally caught by the sun but there does seem to be some force at work keeping vampires vampires she thought again about the nightmare from which she'd rescued lavinia she felt she'd seen some crucial image there which held a key to what was happening but it wouldn't come she kept talking wondering if she'd see that key that vampire somehow lived through the night with his throat torn out i guess they can be killed only by wood through the heart do you know is it only wood and is it any specific kind of wood oak ash cherry redwood mahogany and is it only through the heart what happens if a vampire gets a brain injury from wood what happens if you get a splinter Lavinia's smile was now her Madonna smile. I don't know nothing. I just work here. But hey, let's try this. Let me hold one of your stakes for a minute. Wordlessly, Sally pulled a stake out of her belt loop and handed it to Lavinia. Although you could spend hundreds of dollars on specialty vampire stakes, nicely turned and varnished until they gleamed, sally couldn't afford any of those she bought nice simple ash stakes at the lumberyard every hardware store and lumberyard in the world now stocked them of course this one was solid in the hand and had a point sharp enough that sally had once made herself bleed when she'd been careless lavinia took the stake like she might have taken a loaded gun she stroked it cautiously while a tense Sally watched. Lavinia looked puzzled. She lifted the stake, sniffed it, hefted it in her hand. Finally, she handed it back to Sally, still with an uncertain frown. Well, Sally said, come on, what? 
I'm not sure, Lavinia said finally. I got this weird energy off of it. Something was, I don't know, I guess wrong, but that's not quite it. Don't stick me with it, that's for sure. Sally just gave her a look that said, Are you crazy? The key image still wouldn't come to her, so she moved on to her last point. You are still a vampire. I guess I'd been hoping that the sunlight would cure you all the way, make you human again. Now, I don't know what to hope for. But you're definitely not human again, are you? Probably not. Not unless it's happened in the last few minutes. But I'm still not hungry for people food. I still got the fucking teeth, don't got a shit or piss, and I'm still betting that if I stepped out in the sun, I'd start sounding like Courtney Trouble again. Sally nodded. Then tonight, once again, our home has to be open to vampires. Eyeing Lavinia with a sudden rush of excitement, she added, It sure will be interesting to see what you're like in the night now. Yeah, who knows? Maybe I'll glow. Maybe I'll fly in the moonlight. That's reflected sunlight, after all. Maybe fucking starlight'll do it. Stars or other suns. Sally finished her last bite of soup, put the bowl aside, and flung herself into Lavinia's arms. So, where do we go from here, she asked, happy and comfortable, even though she was aware that night was coming. Lavinia was warm. She wasn't doing anything weird like flying. In fact, except for that faint otherworldly smell, Lavinia felt just like she used to feel against Sally's body. What a lot we've been through in just two days, she thought. Lavinia said, well, what do you think we should do, Tiger? That's right, Sally thought. I'm supposed to be leading us all to salvation. But maybe, now that Lavinia wasn't so helpless, she could take the lead again. Amazingly, though, Lavinia let two whole minutes go by without adding to what she'd said, something that the old Lavinia wouldn't have done for twenty seconds. Sally made herself think about what they should do. As she always did, she ticked points off on her fingers. We know some important things. We have to start telling people. But there's lots of gaps in what we know. We need to find some more things out. So, do we try and build a complete picture and then start telling people, or do we start telling people? As she'd hoped, Lavinia couldn't resist jumping in with an opinion. Either one of us could get whacked any time. We gotta start telling people. Fucking how, though? Sally brooded for a moment feeling reluctant to share their glorious secret with anyone, and hating to have to admit to people how much they didn't know. Maybe we should try a few more experiments first? She saw a beautiful image of the two of them holding hands and walking into the night. Like what? And Lavinia could put a lot of New York huff into a simple word like what? Babe, if we try something and get killed, then nobody knows what we've learned. This is too important. We have to get the word out, somehow. 
Dead people don't talk, except vampires, sure. It came to Sally in a flash, that key image she'd been trying to remember. In her nightmare vision, she'd seen one thing which seemed totally out of place with everything else, and at the same time had seemed to be at the heart of everything. A dead hiker, a young man lying under dark trees by an old stone wall in a forest. Dead people don't talk, she thought, but somehow that dead man is talking to us, to all of us. She knew it. She was certain of it. Where he lay, exactly what he had to do with everything, she did not yet know. But he was at the heart of what was happening to the world. She could almost feel the waves of despair and misery ghosting out from his mind. She was about to tell Lavinia when she felt something crinkle beneath her ear in Lavinia's breast. She remembered the card in Lavinia's pocket with the San Francisco address and the image from her dreams of the little fairy in the attic welcoming the vampires in. It fit in somehow, she was sure. How, though? What could tie together vampires who turn into flying sex goddesses in the sun, a flittering cat-sized fairy in a nightmare attic, a dead hiker by a wall in a black forest, and an old leather maker with one eye and a penchant for Norse gods. But she at least realized where they should go next, and, thinking about her beautiful image, what they should do. Sitting up, she told it to Lavinia, wishing she didn't blush so easily. Lavinia was arching her eyes in that way she had. It would answer several questions at once, Sally added quickly. What you're like right now? Whether we can have a home together? We can tell people how to be safe from vampires all the time. Listen to me, she said to herself. I sound like I'm asking her if that's okay. I have to be certain. I'm supposed to be leading. That she said firmly, is what I think we should do next. This story is copyright 2014 by Michael Litsky. For the print version of this story, for information about the background music and much more, please visit my website www.fictionandmore.com Next week, Volume 3, Chapter 12, Moving to Where You Need to Be. See you next week.